Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 153 of Process to Profitability. The world of paid ads is always changing, but it's important to have a solid foundation before diving into adding them to your marketing plan. Alexandra Ramirez is here today to help us know what foundations we need to have in place before using Facebook ads. She's also sharing what is working for ads in 2022 and how you can maximize your lead generation efforts through ads. Alexandra Ramirez is the owner and founder of the Facebook Ad Freedom Agency, dedicated to helping coaches scale their businesses and create freedom through Facebook and Instagram ads. After her husband was diagnosed with lupus, along with two other blood disorders, Alexandra, who goes by Alex, began her entrepreneurial journey to serve as a breadwinner for her family. Over the course of nearly five years, a VA business, a trip down Fiverr, and starting her own ad agency, She is now generating multiple six figures annually with one focus, freedom for her family and her clients. Along with operating a successful ad business, Alex serves as the host of her YouTube channel and has been featured on podcasts like Fully Free with Taylor Lee, Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, Advanced Freelancing, and more. Alex is woo-friendly, mother of two who loves a good Netflix binge and dismantling the hustle culture. If you enjoyed this episode, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Alexandra. Thank you so much for joining me today. Nice to meet you, Samantha. Nice to meet everybody that's listening. I'm excited to get into all things Facebook ads. (laughs) Yeah. So let's start by having you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started in your business. Yeah, so my name is Alexandra Ramirez. I am a mother of two children, and I have a husband that I've been married to since we were 18 years old, so it's been a long time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like my life. But business-wise, the way that I kind of started was, I actually started as a virtual assistant. Um, My mom was a computer programmer uh, for many, many years, and she kind of just she at the end of when she was working she was doing admin type of work virtual assistant type of work but she was also creating websites as well too so she was doing a little bit of both of those things and uh she basically just got me into that realm and i kind of started on fiverr i don't know if anybody's like seen fiverr but i actually went on fiverr and i had a gig and it was one hour of virtual assistant services for five dollars and i was like um if i think about it back now <laughs> that's that's not even minimum wage <laughs> like what am i doing um no yes i definitely did that um and yeah and i just moved on to coaches and you know doing launches and all and then that eventually led to funnels and that eventually led to facebook ads and ever since then facebook ads has been something that i really like because i get to be challenged all the time it, the ad manager is always changing. Um, so it gives me a little bit of a challenge and just making sure that my clients, when it comes to marketing, are going to get the best results possible. Awesome. I love that, you know, all of our journeys start differently. And so many of us start 
in a place that we probably look back on and we're like, I was not charging enough money for that. <laughs> very cringe. Very, yeah. very cringe. <laughs> yeah. But you clearly found something that you love doing and you can help people with through doing that. So you kind of found your thing in doing the work. Yeah, and I'm, I wouldn't want to say that like I l- love it or anything. It's not something where I'm like an artist, for example. Uh, and you know, but but it is something that's very challenging, and it's very it's something that's very much um, I get to deal with people day to day, and that's you know super exciting. Um, but also on top of that, it's just I I get to be able to do what I am best at you know, that type of thing. So it's not necessarily that I love, you know, Facebook ads and like, this is the best thing ever. And like, <laughs> I love sitting down creating ads on, on the ads manager. Like I'm not sitting there doing that, but I, I know that I'm good at what I do. And so that's the amazing part about it. Yeah. So you said that, you know, ads manager is always changing. Ads are always changing. And so I wanted to talk today about really what we should be looking at in 2022 for people who maybe have never successfully used ads before. Maybe they've dabbled in it, but it's never really been something they've put a strategy behind. So I'd love to start by talking about what people need as their foundations before they get to running Facebook ads. Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I definitely recommend for everybody to kind of do before you start running Facebook ads. And that's including the whole boost button or the promotion button on Instagram, because those are included in ads. By the way, secret, don't ever boost, don't ever promote. <laughs> Please don't do it. Um, but there's a couple of things that I normally recommend. One is that you know your ideal client from A to Z. You have to know this person before you start running Facebook ads. If you're just gonna run Facebook ads and you just put anything on there, that's not gonna get you the profit from the Facebook ads. And that's why people tend to lose money when it comes to ads, is because you don't have, and that comes in the second part, but definitely know your ideal client from A to Z. You need to know their pain points, their happy points. You need to know uh, their demographics. What are their interests? You know, all these different things so that when you create the ads that you know the audience that you're going to be targeting, you know uh, the the results that you're going to get to in, in order to target that specific person. But the second thing also is what is the end goal of your Facebook ads, right? You have to know that. So that's why the reason why a lot of people that do well with Facebook ads is because they already know their end goal. They already know what's going to happen because they have a funnel in place. They have a launch that has already been successful organically. They already, you know, have done this, this or that, you know, those or like I have clients who have a simple ad that just takes them to the DMs, takes the consumer to the DMs and then they close them through a sales call or even just in the DMs. So it's just the matter of what is my end goal here, but also knowing the ideal client. And then on top of that, just knowing that you are going to get the result back. You can't just like put a thing, you can't just put an ad out there and expect for something to come back from it. It's just not going to work out the way that you want it to if you come out, out that way. Yeah, I think it's really helpful 
you know, we hear a lot about knowing your target market. And in this, like you're actually having to go through and get really specific about interests and stuff more than just they're a female between this age and that age and they're like target or something. We have to be pretty specific. And I also love that you mentioned you got to know your goal and that it sounds like most people who are successfully running ads and those big name people we probably see in our Facebook page are the people who have been doing this. They've figured out, okay, here's what works. And now I'm just going to use ads to, to boost that. Exactly. The ads are there to only amplify. That's only what they're there for. And if so, if your business, your marketing, your sales are already sucking, the ads are just going to amplify that even more. It's going to suck even more because now you're going to lose money. <laughs> so you have to make sure that you know that ideal client, that you know your end result, that you know that you're going to get something back from the leads that are coming in. All right. So if somebody's looking at this and thinking, oh man, I don't know that I am ready, even if they feel like they have, they know their ideal client, they kind of know, here's what I want that action to be. What milestones do they need to hit before they get into this? Where do they need to be in their business? So I'm not a huge milestone person. Um, as far as, you know, you have to hit 10K months before you decide to, you know, um, you know, create Facebook ads or, you know, I need to be at five clients per month organically before I can start doing this. I mean, I have, I have clients that have done really super well from the very beginning of their business and we started Facebook ads. So uh, it, it really just depends in certain situations as far as that is concerned. But you have to really think about everything <laughs> it's it's it, it, ads are ads are very much and like we said it's like ample it, it's going to amplify your results and so you have to be very strategic on how you're going to do your facebook ads yeah so is there anybody who you would say you're not ready to start really putting effort into facebook ads yet if you're skeptical <laughs> If you were anywhere skeptical on if the Facebook ads or the Instagram ads, whatever you want to call them, uh, are going to get you results or not, don't do it. Okay. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on calls, and this is like back in the past, and I know the ideal client that I'm like looking for when it comes to my own clients for the agency. But I've had clients in the past where I had literally had to fire them because and I was later on, I didn't realize that some of these red flags were coming up in the sales calls with them, but I, I would get on calls with people and they wanted to hire my agency and they were willing to pay the investment. But the problem is, is that was, they were skeptical. And like, I, I always, I tend to get on sales calls with some people who are from the get-go. I don't like Facebook or I don't like Instagram. <laughs> Well, then why, why are you trying to hire me? Like it, it, and, or, you know, I'm really skeptical about Facebook ads and if they're going to work with me, I'm like, then I can't help you because if you're going to come with an energy of, I don't know if it's going to work, then obviously it's not going to work. I think that is a good way to look at that as you have to believe that this is going to work. 
not just from, I know that I've got everything in place, but like, this is a place that I actually want to be in a place that I think can give me results in my business. And also to note as well too, it's like, I think that within the Facebook ads world, Instagram ads, or even just advertising in general, we've gone almost to, I guess you can say masculine in it, in a way where we've let go of thinking about the human on the other side of that ad. Now we're only thinking about data, the numbers, what's going on here, all these numbers and how much am I spending per lead? How much am I doing with this? We're, we've gotten only with data at this point and we kind of gotten rid of that hu humanity of seeing that one lead that has come through the ad and knowing that's a person and how can I create an experience for this person that's going to get them to go from seeing my ad to eventually becoming a client of mine, right? So that's another thing to note too, is like, that's super important throughout the process of Facebook ads. That's the reason why my clients do really well most times is because their, their mindset is on the other human on the other side of that ad versus let's look at these numbers and all the data. Although I'm a numbers person too, I love data, <laughs> that's great. But at the same time, I'm always thinking about the consumer and what are they thinking psychologically, all these different things to get them to go from absolute stranger into a client. Yeah, I think that's a really helpful way to look at things and a good reminder for people, whether they're running ads or not. For me, it's good to remember that even though I only have a small number of followers on Instagram, those 10 people who like my posts, they are actually engaging. They've learned something like I've impacted 10 people today. That's not insignificant in the scheme of things, even though it feels like, oh, this is not the giant business that everybody says that you should have. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually why I got off of social media because I was tired of saying, <laughs> of like comparing myself to the other ads people, or even just to regular like business coaches or marketing coaches, you know, you have to stop like comparing yourself to that too. And, and, and seeing how many likes they have and how many comments they have under their posts. And, and instead, just think about yourself, think about the people that you're helping and go from there. So let's talk about what's working for Facebook ads in 2022 and how things have changed over time. You know, we always hear that things are changing. So what's actually working right now? Yeah, so this goes back to what we just talked about of thinking about the human behind the, uh, the other side of the ad, right? So automated funnels, the way that we used to do them are out the door. Sorry, <laughs> to be honest with you, they're out the door. Um, you know, old types of webinars, they're done. Um, but what is coming into place now is we're starting to create workshops instead of webinars. So if you compare the two, right, it could just be a matter of changing the name. Sometimes with some people, some people <laughs> do that, but I don't recommend it. But a, a, what I would say is the difference between a webinar and like a workshop feel is a webinar is just information that's being thrown at you, right? It's just information, it's all it is. But with a workshop, you want to create this experience of what it's like to work with you. And that's going to get, and especially in um, the more feminine space, 
you know, so, you know, that's the, type, the kind of client that I tend to work with. I don't really work with like the bro marketer type of like <laughs> business coaches. I mostly like to work with the the feminine energy as far as marketing is concerned, because it's going to allow that creativity and allow for an experience to happen for the consumer so that they can go, oh, I want to work with Samantha because she taught me how to do X, Y, Z. Um, so for example, I have a client who has um, a workshop feel of a webinar or whatever you want to call it. And she walks them through step-by-step on how to write a post that sells a high ticket offer. And imagine, let's say you're inside of this workshop, you go through that entire step-by-step process Let's say you create that post. Let's say you post it. Let's say you get a bunch of interest off of it. Psychologically, what that does to you automatically as the consumer is says, wow, I need to work with that person now because I already gotten some interest off of the post that she helped me write. Yeah. So creating that experience is super important, especially in 2022. And on top of that, the reasoning behind that is because of the pandemic. We're cre- we're wanting more connection. We're really wanting that connection with the other person that we can't really connect to because of the pandemic <laughs> with everything <laughs> going on. And we've been dealing with this for what now almost three years, I think. Especially in 2022, what's going to be happening is definitely moving on from just being throwing information to someone and and just rather create an experience for that person instead but in terms of facebook ads if we're just talking about facebook ads because that's really simple uh what's really working when it comes to that is anything that has to do with live if you can does really super well so live challenge like a live three to five day challenge or a live workshop of some kind, those types of things work really, really super well right now. But if we're just going to talk about the ads manager in general, I would definitely say uh, there's a little objective called lead generation that puts away all of the tech stuff that people are seeing that's kind of complicated looking. So it's all the iOS 14 uh, tasks that the ads manager tells you to do before you can start you know, running Facebook ads to your website. But with a lead generation objective, it gets rid of all of that and allows you to have an opt-in form that stays on Facebook or Instagram, which does a couple of things for your ads. One, it it actually pushes you through the algorithm because if you think about it, social media platforms wanna keep their consumers on the platform anyways. So it's gonna put you higher up in the algorithm. The second thing as well, too, is that you're going to be able to track every single person coming in, despite the fact of iOS 14 kind of ruining a lot of people's tracking when it comes to Facebook ads. Um, but yeah, the, the lead generation is doing really super well. I've seen a couple of other people do messages objective, which, you know, let's say if you're really good in the DMs of talking to people and being able to you know, just DM your way to make them a client and you can use the messages objective. So I would say those top two are going to be definitely pushing into 2022. Awesome. I think that's really helpful. I know, you know, we've heard all about this iOS 14 update. I don't even really know what that means. I just know it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But thinking about 
you know, these are the things that are working. And I think that makes sense with people want live interaction. They want conversations. They want to get to know you. It makes sense that then if somebody's going to actually message back and forth with you, that's going to perform a lot better because you're having a real conversation with people. Yep. And I think that's why a lot of the top coaches or the, the organic top coaches for, for example, Amanda Francis or, you know, people like that, that have been on Instagram and, you know, the reason why they do so well is they come from the, is they, they don't just push a bunch of information out there. No, these are influencers. These are people who are creating content as influencers. And what that means is they're able to create that connection within that organic experience because they're showing you their lives. They're showing you their day to day, you know, so you get to be able to connect with Amanda, even though you're not actually there with her, if that makes sense. And, and it's just a matter of same thing with Facebook ads. You've got to create that connection. And I love that you mentioned that the old way of doing webinars is out, which I am relieved about. I, I think I mean, we, people are going to still do it. <laughs> people are going to still do it. I just mean that it's not going to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all gone to those webinars where you're sitting there and half of it at least is a sales pitch and you don't actually learn anything. And you're just trying to like fast forward to the actionable part, thinking about it differently, thinking about the human on the other side of the screen. Let's get them a result before we expect them to really invest in working with us. It doesn't even have to be necessarily a result because I think what some people take that word result and they think that they, you know, have to make the person $10,000 before they're able to, to make the investment for their $27 course or something like that it doesn't make any sense. So it's just the matter of not necessarily a result, but what can you give them at the end of the day that's going to psychologically say, I need to work with Samantha, or I need to whatever, insert your name here. <laughs> um, but yeah, what could you do within a workshop feeling that allows that person to experience what it's like to work with you? And then that gets them to actually make that investment with you. All right. So can you talk really quickly about Facebook versus Instagram ads, maybe how, what, how they're different or similar? Yeah, so I mean, it's all in the same ads manager. So you can literally put Instagram ads and Facebook ads all together. The two of them are basically the same. I would say I normally do both Instagram and Facebook with most clients. The only time I've never really done that is if my client doesn't like Instagram or if my client doesn't like Facebook, then I'll take off Facebook and just use Instagram or I'll take off Instagram and use just Facebook. So it's just, you know, that that's the only times that we don't do one of those platforms. But other than that, we're always using those two platforms at all times. And for people who maybe they don't have a low ticket offer that they can send people to, you know, they don't have that $27 course yet. They've really just got their high ticket service. How can they successfully use ads? Or is that something that they, they need a lower ticket offer for? No, you definitely don't need a low ticket. And actually low ticket isn't doing as well right now when it comes to Facebook ads, because Facebook ads are getting more expensive. So low ticket isn't doing as good. And so any of the clients that we have that have lower ticket offers that they're selling, 
we're usually recommending not only to have more upsells connected to that initial funnel. So for example, you know, let's say it's 27 as the first offer, and then you have on the checkout pages that so you have a bump offer on it, which is where you can check market. And then, you know, then it pops up with, you know, a, an extra charge on there. And then you have what's called an OTO one-time offer connected to it, or it's called an upsell, whatever you want to call it. And that's more of, you know, something that's like $97, you know, that you can have more things. But the, what you also want to do too on top of that is you want to put more products in there into that quote unquote funnel so that you are able to grow your value of the entire cart. So instead of just getting $27 and that's it, you want to be able to add more things onto it that the person might be really interested in. So for example, let's say you have your $27 upfront, 37 bump offer, 97 OTO. And then let's say you have a couple of emails that pushes the person to a automated funnel with a workshop on top of it. And then that pushes them over to your $10,000 package or 5,000 or whatever, like whatever you want it to be, or it could just be a sales call that you can push them to. So that's an option. But another option too, that I'm actually recommending most of my clients with is to just go straight into the high ticket. What that means is, is basically going from the ad and then you can do leader lead generation objective, like we talked about. And then just push people to a workshop and then push those people into um, like a sales call and keep it like that. Like that's super simple. Another way too is any if you guys, anybody's listening, if you are a, not like a coach or anything like that, but if you're a services person, so for example, myself, um, graphic designer, like any type of agency, I would definitely say you want to make sure that you have a good amount of income for it. But I have an ad running for myself and I have a funnel connected to it. It's actually really super simple. It just goes from the ad has a video that is a bunch of compilation of videos of my clients' testimonials. And that takes them over to a landing page, or you can call it a sales page, and just kind of talks about my agency, what the process looks like to work with us, all of that, testimonials, everything. And then that takes them to my sales call. And I actually have a questionnaire on the question on, on my sales call as well, too, so that I can filter out anybody who is not an ideal client, because they kind of filter themselves out. So I'm not getting on sales calls that are not the best fit, if that makes sense. So like, that's a really good funnel for anybody who has like an agency of some kind. It works really super well. Yeah, I think that's helpful to know there are different ways to do this. You don't have to have like all of those different tiers of products. If you don't have them already or you don't wanna do that, you can just send people to apply to your service and get on a sales call with you. Yeah, keep it simple. All right. So you mentioned that your ad is video. Have you noticed that there are any specific things like video ads that are performing better? Um, so when it comes to video versus graphic or whatever, uh, it really depends on a couple of things. I and mean, it goes back to what we've been talking about, right? So the, cons the ideal client that you're kind of targeting, what do you feel like is going to 
And if you really get back to yourself, because most times when we're targeting an ideal client, we're also kind of mostly targeting ourselves most times. So think about what you would want out of an ad. What would make you go, yes, I absolutely need to sign up to that. Is that a graphic? Does a graphic make you go, yes, like this is amazing. This sounds amazing. Or would a video be more you know, something up your alley. And you can try both too. Like if you have the budget available, try both a video and, you know, a graphic. Uh, but yeah, I would say for me specifically in my agency, videos do really super well. And I think it's just because my consumer, we're looking for usually six figure to multiple six figure type of clients when it comes to our agency. And so those people don't have time to sit down and watch a workshop. So I'm not just gonna create a workshop and then that's a waste of money for me. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of leads that I could be you know, trying to get with, with the ads. So instead I just put together a bunch of videos of like my clients' testimonials and that tends to work really super well. And then it also has like a little meet situation of me like talking about my agency and all that and then tells them to apply to work with us. But yeah, you really just have to think about the consumer at the end of the day. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that the types of people you are targeting don't have time to sit through a workshop. It's those types of things that we might not think about if we are just trying to replicate what we see other people do instead of really get to know who we're targeting, who we want to work with, and what they need from us in order to take the next step in whatever that might be. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, if I was looking for an ideal, like let's say I had a done with you program that was almost like my done for you agency. And, you know, maybe I'm looking for someone that's, you know, maybe only making like five to 10K per month, you know, and maybe it's not consistent, you know, then I can also, I, then I could do a workshop type of feel, but for the person that I'm looking for, for the agency, they, they don't have the time. They don't. That's why they're coming to us in the first place is because <laughs> they don't have the time to one, learn Facebook ads, two, to train anybody on Facebook ads and, you know, and all of the above. So do you have any other tips on Facebook ads as we wrap up the conversation? No, I think we covered everything. But at the end of the day, like, we, like I said before, just think about your consumer. Think about that person. What would attract this person to you? What would get them to connect with you and to be, get them to go from stranger to client? You know, what, what does that customer journey need to look like? That's it. That's all you need to think about. We always wrap up with the question, if you could recommend one thing to a friend, what would it be? Yeah, so I think a really good recommendation I always give to my friends, though, is think about creating, and it, this mostly goes to like my biz besties because I, I don't really have friends outside of that too much, <laughs> uh, unless it's family. But my biz besties, I'm always just making sure that they know, like, stop trying to build a, you know, your life around your business and instead create your business around your life. That's it. You have to. Awesome. That is definitely something we have talked about with a lot of people on the show. And I tell people all the time and I have learned as I've become a mother for the last two and a half years, things change so much when you really have to focus on your family. 100%. All right. So 
where can people find and connect with you online if they want to learn more or if they're interested in seeing what you have to offer? Yeah. So funny thing is, is I'm no longer on social media, really. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's still up there, but because I have to use my Facebook ads and my Instagram ads, obviously, but I'm not consistent at all. Like I, I even have a post on my, all my social media that says, I'm not here. I'm not, I don't have it on my phone, all that. But what you can really do is I'm starting to push some more videos onto YouTube and so I have really good content over there. And actually the lead generation objective that I talked about before is actually one of those videos. I think it's called Avoid the iOS 14. So if you wanna check that out, you're welcome to. But I have a bunch of content over there if you wanna learn more about Facebook ads or if you wanna learn like what's working right now, what's not working, you know, all that kind of stuff. I really, I don't, I don't hold things back. I'm not a big secrets person. Um, and if you have any topics that you want me to talk about when it comes to Facebook ads or webinars or workshops or launches, that's what I'm always here for. Um, but yeah, leave comments, like them, subscribe, all that. Awesome. We will link to your YouTube channel and that video specifically if people want to learn more. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.